This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 621 of the Horse Tip Daily Show. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Eco Gold, high performance saddle pads and protective boots for your equine athlete. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Dr. Jenny Johnson, who runs the Oak Hill Shockwave and Veterinary Chiropractic that is based in Calabasas, California. Committed to the maintenance of performance horses as well as family pets, she strives to keep the animals at their peak health through the use of shockwave therapy and chiropractic care. Today's tip is about the biologic therapy available for joint diseases. This tip is an excerpt from the Jumping Radio Show, episode number 105, hosted by Chris Stafford right here on the Horse Radio Network, and it comes with a pretty serious science content warning, thanks for thanks to the thorough explanation of the topic provided by Dr. Jenny Johnson. But before we get to today's tip, a word about Eco Gold from international medalist and event writer Karen O'Connor. Uh, I met Patricia, gosh, I think it was probably three years ago, three or four years ago, when, and, and the thing that separates Eco Gold from any other saddle pad company in the world that I'm aware of is that they are experts in textiles, and they understand fabrics, and they understand what breathes on a horse and what, what holds the sweat in and what doesn't hold the sweat in. And so for that reason, uh, they are ahead of the game. And then they have an incredible uh, support system around them where they respect their, their sponsored riders and ask for our input on the shapes of the, of the product, uh, the shape of the pads, and, and all the other products that EcoGold makes. Uh, and so it's a win-win because you feel like with EcoGold, the, the company and the sponsored riders are all growing together and, and we're all helping each other uh, to make the very best product that there is out there. And while they are also, uh, they are still continuing to be state-of-the-art on new textiles, new fabrics and new products and new um, materials that make their their product stand out way ahead of anything else out there. Now, enjoy today's tip. And joining me now from Calabasas in California is our resident veterinarian, Dr. Jenny Johnson. Uh, welcome back to the show, Jenny. Thank you, Chris. It's good to be back. Well, we last time you were here, we were on a series of joint therapies, weren't we? And you had it broken down over several installments. Where are we up to this time? Well, so far we initially talked about the physiology of the joint and joint disease, and then we launched into a discussion of the various treatment options for joint disease, including using corticosteroids and also the physiology modifiers, which would be hyaluronic acid, uh, Adequan, and, and Tildren. And today, I'm going to move into the biologic therapy for joint disease. And it's, it's almost an, kind of an alphabet soup of, of different biologic products. And I think it can sometimes be a bit confusing, particularly to, uh, you know, horse owners and trainers to have an understanding of what the products are and the principles behind them and why they would be useful in joint disease. So these biologics will capture the body's natural ability to heal and they fall into the category of what's called regenerative medicine. 
there are several types of regenerative therapeutics being used now in horses. Uh, two, there are three that we'll talk about today. We'll talk about platelet-rich plasma, which is referred to as PRP. We'll talk about autologous condition serum, which is referred to as ACS. And then there's also the product known as IRAP, which is a form of autologous condition serum. And then we'll also talk about uh, bone marrow concentrate. Each one of these products is relatively new onto the scene. There's fairly limited clinical data, and there really isn't any published data on naturally occurring joint disease in equine using these biologic therapies. There, have, there are a number of studies that have been done in experimental models, but not in naturally occurring disease. So that's, we're, we're early on in, in using these products, but they, they all seem to show promise uh, in helping joint disease. And I think as years go by, we'll, we'll be able to refine how we use them and, and ha- have a better understanding of the indications that are most appropriate for each product. So the first one I'll talk about is autologous condition serum. It's called, referred to as ACS, or for legal reasons, there's a product that's called IRAP uh, that may, might be more familiar, but that's a specific preparation, but they're essentially prepared the same way. This is probably the first biologic to be tested in the horse. And what it does is it blocks an inflammatory receptor. The way it's prepared is that blood is collected from the horse that's to be treated into a special tube that has glass beads in it. And then a certain type of white cell called a monocyte binds to those beads. And those cells are stimulated to produce regenerative and anti-inflammatory proteins without the use of additional drugs. Now, this collection of blood in the tube with the glass beads is then incubated for 24 hours and then after the 24-hour incubation period it's put in a special centrifuge to separate the serum from the blood and then the serum is extracted and that's what's used to inject into the joint and typically you'll get enough uh, from that extraction that you can have a sample to use immediately and then there can be uh, several samples frozen that can be used at different times. And what this, what this IRAP or this condition serum does is it blocks one of the inflammatory receptors so that it, it stops the inflammatory process. And when it's injected into uh, the joint directly in horses with early arthritis, again, this is in experimental models, it has shown that it will decrease the inflammation and lameness as compared to those horses that were uh, controls. There is a newer generation of this uh, on the market now that's called IRAP2, and that's currently being evaluated at Colorado State University. The next product I'll talk about is platelet-rich plasma, or more commonly known as PRP. Now, this is prepared, can be prepared horse-side. The blood is collected into a special tube again, and then it's centrifuged in a special centrifuge, and it serves to separate the cells from the platelets. And so you're having plasma that has a higher concentration of platelets in it than, would you, than you would find in normal plasma. Now, there are a variety of different definitions and preparations for, for uh, PRP. And so it's important to understand that there's considerable variation in the product. Generally, uh, it's considered that the final platelet concentration is somewhere between two and eight times over the baseline level of platelet concentration in plasma. But again, it's really important to know that there are very significant differences between the types of 
platelet concentrates uh, that are being used. Now, the question is, why would uh, platelet-rich plasma improve joint disease? And it's based on the physiological role of platelets in wound healing. It's, they serve to modulate the inflammatory response. They'll promote new blood flow to an area. There's, they will serve uh, to create an attraction of fibroblasts and stem cells to the area, and there's a significant induction of growth factors, all of which are important both in wound healing and in joint disease. Now, it's important to note also, however, that platelet-rich plasma also contains white blood cells, which are associated with increased tissue breakdown and a decreased synthesis of matrix material. So it's likely that we're going to find that the optimal PRP preparation is going to be one that has the lowest number of white cells. At the current time, there's no uh, direct comparison between products yet, so we don't, we don't have that information uh, definitively, but it, it appears that that would be uh, likely, that those with the lowest number of white cells will be most useful in joint disease. Now, platelet plasma can also be used uh, and is frequently used in treating soft tissue structures, uh, for example, ligament injuries, and serves as a scaffold and an attractive for an attractant for stem cells. Now, PRP can be injected directly into the joint uh, on its own, or it can be injected with a clotting agent. The clotted PRP serves as a fibrin matrix scaffold for tissue repair and reservoir and slow release of growth factors. So that can be useful. And again, there's not a significant amount of research to show which is more effective. It's, it's relatively new. The data is limited. And it's, it's also thought, and this is really interesting, that PRP may stimulate synoviocytes, which are the cells lining the joint, to actually increase their production of hyaluronic acid. So they leading to a possible what's called endogenous source or source within the horse of both chondral protection, protection of the cartilage, and synovial or joint lubrication. So it's kind of um, creating the environment that we hope to achieve when we inject hyaluronic acid. So the platelet-rich plasma may help repair the joint through its platelet functions that we've just talked about, and it may also stimulate the joint, the synovial sites to increase their production of uh, hyaluronic acid and the chondral protection um, components. So that's that's really interesting. And there's also been some human studies that are leading to the idea that it may actually also reduce the pain in osteoarthritis. And it's not really understood how that's happening, but it does seem to be a component uh, of, a, the, of the, using the PRP in the joints. Now, the last uh, biological we'll talk about is bone marrow concentrate. Now, this is generated through collection of bone marrow from a bone, many times the sternum, and that is centrifuged into an, uh, an aspirate can, that can then be used to inject directly into the joint. The advantage of the bone marrow concentrate over the PRP or the platelet-rich plasma is that it also contains stem cells. So, and it also, it can be generated patient-side like the PRP can, it can form a scaffold when clotted, like PRP. It also contains platelets, which are a rich source of the growth factors. So it's interesting that that's uh, yet another thing that still includes the components of the platelet-rich plasma, but also has stem cells in it as well. And it is currently being used as a direct primary intraarticular injection product, and it does appear to help cartilage repair. But there doesn't seem to be any data, um, there's not any strong scientific data uh, at the current time 
in the literature. So I think that's, that's the big take-home message on all of these products is that there's, there, we're very early on in their use. They all seem to show some promise. I think as time goes on, we'll have a better understanding of which indications will be most useful for each um, biologic, where to use, you know, which cases to use which biologic in, and what type of results we might expect and what long-term results might be. So it's, I think it's a very interesting and exciting field, and I hope that just having a little better understanding of what the different initials mean will be helpful to our listeners. Well, there you go. Actually, Dr. Johnson and Chris, that was very helpful. To listen to more tips from Dr. Jenny Johnson, go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the Experts drop-down menu on the left. You can also go to jumpingradio.com and listen to more episodes of the Jumping Radio Show hosted by Chris Stafford. That's jumpingradio.com. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's sponsor has been Eco Gold. Ask for Eco Gold high performance saddle pads and protective horse boots by name at your local tax supplier, or you can visit them online at ecogold.ca. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. Music.